0: Sanspants Pants Radio. Eat my dust slime
1: ball! Eat fumes, wormhole!
2: Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel.
3: I'm Jackson.
2: And I'm Tom, and this week we're talking about Resident Evil Village and other games. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, First of all, welcome my God. to the show, <laughs> Thank Tom you. Reed uh, oh. from the Scaredy Boys podcast. New episodes available every Friday. That's true. Yeah. And may I just say, that wasn't a trick of editing. Tom, as a guest on Thumbcramps, actually didn't mess up the intro mm-hmm. immediately. Something yeah. that our guests love to do.
3: That makes Tom the best guest we've ever had. <laughs>
2: it's, it's true. true. Have you had a guest? Look, yeah. I'm not going to point out that I've been on before and probably f***ed <laughs> it up the first time I was on. No, I mean, and you've made a mistake there immediately, but that's okay. I'll bleep oh. that one out. <laughs> you get one, and I'm you leaving all of this in.
3: You can't mess it up while bragging <laughs> dumb... <laughs> You can't brag about being such a good guest. Look, up.
2: there is a truth universally acknowledged, and that truth is that I may be the dumbest man alive, <laughs> and there yeah. are a lot of... Dumb men on this show. Oh, that's so funny. It is kind of wall-to-wall moron, it's true. (laughs) Usually I would just edit around stuff like that, but I think it's it's worth noting now to the audience how my life is hell for this podcast. When we decided we didn't want that little explicit E it's just ruined my entire <sighs> life so also funny. third thing that is very yeah. very 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 important about tom's uh tom's guesting on this show is that jackson he has cucked you a video game cuck i know
3: i've been video yeah. game cucked i am the video game well cuck the video game <laughs> resident evil is my hot wife yeah and you are the bull HT.
2: <laughs> oh this is and new here for i me.
3: here this i new. sit penis in cage on the chair <laughs> As you, Tom, pound Resident Evil Village <laughs> on the bed in front of me, but but the difference is I don't love it.
0: So
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's less it's it. less you're the cuck and more you're just
2: sad I'm young and just I'm sad. your wife. You're just yep. having
3: sex with my wife and I yep. don't, I'm not super happy yep. about it. Yeah, that's yeah, no, what's that's, happening here.
2: That sounds fun. So for the last uh, I reckon plus six months Jackson's been excited (laughs) about Resident Evil Village and constantly
3: talking about how he loves Seven and now how he's a Resident Evil boy. I was like, I loved Resident Evil 7 was one of my favorite games I've ever played, and then Resident Evil Village is like Resident Evil 7, but with a beautiful, like, gothic horror overlay, which I also adore. And I yep. was like, and then lockdown happened, where well, we got put in video game jail, and I'm like, <gasps> <gasps> I'm gonna play Resident Evil Village. And then I looked it up on Steam, and I was like, I'm not gonna spend $100 on a video game. <laughs> <with the time. laughs> I was looking at it yesterday. It's actually.
1: Clearly $100. you don't love like, your
2: wife that much, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one hundred and nineteen dollars. It's like PS five so prices. Yeah,
3: for ten Whoa. hours, wow. like you know. Yeah, that's
2: like twelve bucks an hour. I that's mean, heaps. Look, I I took 30, 13 hours and forty seven minutes. So
3: oh, okay. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> well, maybe if that, that's how long it, you know on how long to beat it had told me, I would have bought it. But uh, yeah, but instead, well, Tom's. Tom's so yeah. here
2: today to tell you that's how long it took him to clock it because he mm-hmm. has clocked it.
3: That's I amazing. Have, that's
2: as so of impressive. Last night, I uh, at midnight last night, the credits rolled. Yeah. Wow. This is a famous really? last minute thumb cramps clocking by a guest. <laughs> a Hall of Fame appearance in thumb cramps.
3: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
2: I can't believe I'm nailing two out of three criteria
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. For- for a self-confessed scaredy boy, HT, often you play frightening games or go on ghost tours, or you put yourselves in, yourself in scary situations. It I is notice. it is
2: <laughs> ridiculous, yeah. To me, I don't know why I do it. It's not. <laughs> mm. like, <laughs> I know. I know why you do it. It's because your partner <laughs> both loves and hates you. Yes. Yeah, she, I've met her. She rules. <laughs> she uh, does. but she is uh look mm. it has a lot of similar qualities to me <laughs> oh, okay oh no i'm dating dude <laughs> oh, no. just constantly being like hey wouldn't it be fun if we did this horrifying thing that will upset you and you're like
3: <laughs> yes that would be fun
2: <laughs> yeah i can't just imagine
3: Tom. how that would be true but okay
2: when we were talking about uh, getting you on thumb cramps this week, you explained to me how you've been playing Resident Evil Village. And yep. that makes this situation way worse, which is funny. So, yeah, you've yeah. been playing it during the day, right? In your lounge room, like with the blinds open or something? Yeah. Incorrect. Oh, I've been playing it at night, in bed, before I go to sleep. Yeah, good. Exclusively. What are you doing? <laughs> are you insane? <laughs> well, there's like, so there's two reasons. The first reason is that the, the PlayStation is in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sexiest room where the PlayStation oh, yeah. oh, yeah. belongs oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, for sure The Switch is in the lounge room Because it's mm. not a sexy console It's no, a child's right?
3: console, for sure But the PS4,
2: yeah. ooh, yeah, that's in the bedroom
3: Oh, hello <laughs> We you all know, know that if you,
2: if you watched Fifty Shades of Grey That red room is just full of PS4s
3: <laughs> Absolutely Or Xbox 360s with the red ring of death That's what's in yeah, that room Yeah, rest in peace That's rest what lit in <laughs> why, why don't we, you know in like movies and TV shows back in the day, you would mm-hmm. get like the old married couple in a bedroom watching TV in their bed. Bring that mm-hmm. back. That seems insane to me to like chuck on like a black and white movie at the end of my bed while my wife sleeps and you know, I watch- like, but maybe that's good. Bring it back. Makes me think of, uh, for some reason, Chief Wiggum and his wife. They often do
2: that. <laughs> They're often watching TV in bed. That's true. I
3: guess I wish that I lived Chief Wiggum's life. Yeah, that's I'm fair. Right now. An idiot son. Mm. Dream. <laughs> Jackson, I feel like your father <laughs> may have lived Chief Wiggum's life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am nothing if not the Ralph Wiggum of Stan's fans, radio. A do obviously, Nelson Muntz. Let's, oh, <laughs> let's not 100%. mince words. Actually, no, Nelson Muntz is too easy. He's Kearney. Yeah, you are Kearney Doucher. Alright, that's
2: fine. That's a cool name. <laughs> Joel Kearney. Joel.
3: <laughs> but also Joel Munts. Come on. Ooh, oh, I don't yeah. know. And there's, Nelson Munts exists in this very strange position where sometimes he's friends with Bart and the gang and sometimes he's friends with Kearney and the gang. You know, he, he lives on that knife edge, Nelson Muntz. Like Pinky Barnes. It's the same same kind of guy. You
2: know? Sometimes Nelson wants to nuke the whales because you got to yeah, nuke something.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, <laughs> uh, so you've been playing Resident Evil Village to completion in your bedroom at night, even though you're terrified of horror things. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's look, my life is dumb, but mm-hmm. effectively <laughs> one of the main reasons is. And look, I've played scary games on my own. I've played both <laughs> Last of Us's, and I constantly forget that they're scary until they become mm-hmm. scary, and uh, then yeah. I, I'm, I want to die. Mm-hmm. Um, last of Us Two is both scary and emotionally tolling. So that would oh, um, I played that during the you. last lockdown.
3: That was rough. I remember that because y- you were living with Adam at the time and yes. I remember Adam would just be like I'd be like, I don't know, chatting with him, playing a game with him and he'd just stop and be like oh, something intense has happened in The Last of Us and I'd hear you in the background like
1: oh
3: oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. man that game was
2: rough <laughs> that's sort of a last, I feel like Last of Us is like a horror game adjacent, yeah. whereas yeah. like Resident Evil is, is just horror games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um. And see, so, yeah, so my my girlfriend loves horror. Uh, she likes watching really f-ed horror movies. Is looking for horror movies that will terrify her. Hey, and Tom. I have to be a part of that. Just stop that.
0: <laughs> what
3: I love is that, like, like every time a guest swears, I clock it. But mm. I know it affects me none. Mm. But I I know it, it. I can see it hit Dusha, and it always <laughs> it goes in a cascade. It hits me. It hits Dusha, and then the guest for a long time is just swimming down peacefully (laughs) not realizing what's happened it's great i love it every time go on (sighs) yeah please continue (laughs) she likes
2: horror stuff and uh yeah i'm subjected to these things ghost tours scary movies Mm. just terrifyingly awful things um and i was i think we're just talking about games and Things and there was an ad for Resident Evil Village, and mm-hmm. she was reading on Reddit about the giant woman. Yeah, and it was all happening, and she's like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> can you play this?" And I'm like, "Yes." So the other thing, she she's always watching people play video games. oh like, yeah. We've all been there. I've got vivid memories of like
3: watching my cousin like play oh. Majora's Mask, and yeah, for it. sure. See,
2: I was always the player.
3: Mm. Uh. I distinctly remember watching my cousin play Donkey Kong Country Three and doing silly voices for the Kongs. Yeah, do you remember how they went? uh, No, but I have a distinct memory of like, so I had three older cousins who were all surfy (laughs) dudes. And one of them, the younger (laughs) one, was playing Donkey Kong for me. But then he had to go do something else. And he was like, hey, can you take over to one of my other cousins? And he was like, how do I do it? And he was like, I don't know, just do stupid voices. He'll laugh. (laughs) And laughed. So Ah. they didn't think much of me, which is great. (laughs) I thought you were doing the stupid voices. (laughs) No, no, no. They would do them to amuse me. Mm. Um, And I'll tell you what, It worked. (laughs) I mean, that's was true. amused.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so she, she was like, oh, this would be great. Because in her mind, it's like watching a movie that oh. happens, but I'm yep. playing. Anyway, Yeah, we often will play PlayStation. I'll often be playing PlayStation in bed as, like, we're going to sleep, like, random games. Yeah, um, yeah, nice. Yeah, in this case, she picked the game, and I was like, you know what? <sighs> Look, it'll be fine. I was um about it because I'm like, it's a sequel. And fun fact, mm. I have not played 7. Mm-hmm. In fact... I have played maybe thirty minutes of one Resident Evil game, <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair and that's mm-hmm. Resident Evil Four. Great for the game, Wii, I think. In- incredible 4 the game. Wii? Four is on yeah. name a console. It's there. I've played a bit of it. and I remember being terrified. It's scary. And
0: one of the yeah, first things you see
2: is a lady stuck to a door with a pitchfork through her head. Yeah, it's not a fun mm. game, mm. and uh, I wasn't, you know, hadn't played seven, and I was like, oh, maybe you know, people are like. I googled it and people were like normally Resident Evil games are pretty standalone, except Village is a direct sequel to Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. Uh, and then you know I was um ah-ring about it and I asked a uh, good friend Ethan, who's mm-hmm. a young boy who plays games, and I was like, <laughs> I'll ask, I'll ask the youth. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Could I play Village because he was playing it and I knew he'd been playing it and he'd played some of Seven and he was like, uh, I haven't finished Seven. I've got Village. I've started Village. There is a cinematic at the start of Village if you want that will tell you the events of Seven oh, you need to cool. know. And I was like, well, in that case, I'll buy it. And look, having played it the whole way through, I don't. I might have missed out on little Easter eggs that you probably get playing Seven and playing Eight. Um, did you watch a cinematic? I did watch a cinematic, so I know Were the plot scared? of Seven. Yeah, I'm so mm. glad I didn't play Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that, yeah. that looks just absolutely terrifying. I, 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 is that that kitchen? Demo game? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I
3: guess they, they seem like different kinds of scary. Resident Evil 7 is like gross house hillbilly scary. <coughs> um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, exactly. And then Village seems like Dracula scary. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Some parts of it are Dracula scary. Okay. Uh,
2: some parts are other kinds of scary. And it has a level and boss that I think is the second one. Mm. The second thing you sort of do, um, the, the the broad premise of the game, without spoiling anything, is you play Ethan Winters, who's the character from Seven. Uh, you have moved, you've 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 moved you've on, on with your life. You and your wife, you've survived mm. Seven. Uh, you've had a baby um, with your wife, and then something terrible happens. Um, you get taken away, and then in a series of events, you end up in this village. You're you don't know that res- you, 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 your baby is gone and you're like, I need to find my daughter mm. and bring her home. I don't know where, where I am. It's just a spooky village in, like, I guess, Romaine, Eastern Europe yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And awful things are happening in the village. And basically, over the course of the game, you learn that a witch called Miranda, who is, like, the owner of the village, has your daughter and has given a piece of your daughter to four lords. Oh, who run the village. And you have to <laughs> mm. go and beat each lord and take a piece of your daughter so that you can put her back together again. Yes. Yeah, Gracious. The thing, with me, I find out that my daughter's in four parts. I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> yeah, what can and I easily I, I Then I mourn. That's it. <laughs> the thing is, you don't find that out until you've already got the first part and you don't know what that is. And a very helpful character who is also the merchant of the game is like, you can put it back together. Wow. That is it the mer- does the merchant say, welcome, stranger? No. What are you he, buying? So what are you selling? selling? Now this is the best part. So uh, the nurse is called the Duke, uh, and he says at one point, "What are you buying?" and then laughs to himself, and he goes, "That's just something an old friend of mine used to say." That's oh, great oh classic! That's great. Classic um, reference. That's a Resident I, Evil Four reference. Yeah. Which I then learned by looking up, you know, the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's also lots of umbrellas everywhere, which mm. I get because I've seen one of the, some of one of the movies. Yeah, the umbrella of. Oh, yeah. Um, you know the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that's a an reference Netflix to series. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> written by the guy from My Chemical Romance. That's, yes, that's um, it, of course. But yeah, so each each boss kind of has an area in town um, that you have to go to. The village, the the titular village is like <laughs> the village the, from Resident Evil. Village <laughs> yeah, yeah, is the yeah, hub yeah. Um, that you kind of There's visit a hub. repeatedly, and Whoa. you travel out to these other areas to kind of explore and defeat. The Lord within. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Lord is I- the tall woman who is yeah. scary, and her like this is one thing I did find that I found really enjoyable is it wasn't just like go and find some monsters and kill them. Each kind of particularly for the first two, not so much the the last two, but each boss his world and lair had kind of interesting stuff that you had to do to explore it. Like for the first one, you don't know that's what you're supposed to be doing. You just end up there, yeah, and you just got to after a certain point in the story her and her three evil vampire f- monster daughters just start like appearing and following you. Like she just roams through this mansion and you just yep. run into her at times and you to yeah, run bad. real fast. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's, cool, that's kind of similar to, so in Resident Evil 7, the, the, the evil dad <laughs> will just be roaming his big mansion looking for you with a big rake that he wants to stab you with. And it's kind of the same thing. You're just like, mm. I know he's around, but I have to solve Resident Evil puzzles at the same time. Yes, yes. Oh, shit. And there are are parts where you're
2: like, oh, I'm safe here because of
3: X, Y, or Z. Yeah, Um, yeah,
2: for sure. But then it's just, it's just, that was just terrifyingly awful knowing that, like, because the merchant appears in every area and Mm. you're safe when you're in the merchant's area. And so I'm in the merchant's area with a safe point and I'm, you know, buying ammo and Mm. stuff. And I know that I've got to go out a door to explore Mm -hmm. the rest of the place. And the amount of times I'd be like, right, (laughs) Take a deep breath. I'm ready to go. I'd open the door, and she'd just be at the door. Yeah. She can't hurt me. But she'd <laughs> yeah. see me,
3: and the music would be like, "Dun." <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "Oh, oh, oh." oh. I
2: think yeah. a
0: really, re-
3: like a good horror game gives you those moments of peace, it, so that you can later on be like, "I gotta, I gotta leave here eventually." Yeah, like yeah. I think that that really helps with the tension a
2: lot. It's truly awful, <laughs> and if you're lucky enough to survive and win that. Part mm. which was <laughs> by the by the end of the game, I was nostalgic for that castle and those vampires stalking me. Oh yeah, because the second boss and I don't I don't I'm not going to go into too much detail because the less you know, the better. But mm-hmm. there were times during the second boss exploring that part of the the game mm-hmm. where I would have to pause the game or go to the crafting menu for five minutes. What just have some time out. Just give myself a timeout because I, I couldn't. There was a point in the game where I had to walk down a corridor in the dark and I refused to look at the screen and made my girlfriend watch and tell me when I had to turn and run away. Wow. That Which sounds
3: is, scary. I'm
2: assuming that she wasn't saying nice things to you whilst you were uh, too scared to look at the screen. She is like, this might not help your narrative, Joel, but she is actually very supportive. Yeah, that wrecks so much stuff for me. (laughs) Um, She'll be like, oh, drop me to sing a song? And I'm like, nah, it makes it worse somehow. Uh,
0: (laughs) No, I feel like that.
2: See, I think that you're seeing that as supportive. I'm choosing to pick that as mocking. If someone's scared. This isn't real. This isn't real, Tom. It's fine. They're not real. They can't hurt you. And I'm like, I am aware, but still. Um, That's not (laughs) supportive. Again, that's mocking. (laughs)
0: <laughs> She's making bullying. fun of you, Four Tom. Thumbs. <laughs>
2: but yeah, so that that the second boss is just it's more psychological stuff. Oh yeah, and the 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 puzzles you solve, you kind of build the mystery of like basically each puzzle you learn more about that lord and how they ended oh, up being cool. the way they are, which is which is really interesting and fun. Um, but yeah, the the. That boss is just like, and it's and the actual boss fight is completely different to every other boss fight in the game.
3: Oh, that's cool.
2: Um, just it's not like, it, even though each boss fight is interesting, it always they always get to a point where the boss becomes huge, and mm. you have a gun, and you've got to like yeah. shoot, shoot the weakest point. point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The second boss just doesn't do that mm. at all, and it's oh. so much worse. And I've never been more terrified of the game and when I got to leave that house I felt my entire body just unclench. Man. So Resident Evil, how dare you? Mr. <laughs> Resident Evil, you've got a lot of explaining <laughs> for the trauma you have caused a young boy who is almost thirty. <laughs> so Tom, how many thumbs for Resident Evil Village in total?
3: Yeah, what are we talking?
2: I'm gonna go with four and a half. Four thumbs in a knock.
1: Four because thumbs four thumbs
2: and a knuck, because I loved so much of it, there is a bit at the back end that was disappointing mm. that then course corrected, but not in the way that I, I felt okay, like I needed. That's it fair. To. That's fair.
3: That's interesting. Yeah.
2: Say yeah. no more. Don't reveal any more yeah. secrets about sleeping with Jackson's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Let me sleep with my wife <laughs> on my own eventually. <laughs> I would love to sleep once again with my wife. <laughs> Thank you. Bless you. Bless you for your kindness. <laughs> your Resident Evil wife. <laughs> My Resident Evil wife. Your big wife with yeah. long claws. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone draw a fan out of me with that big tall lady and Handsome Tom, but she loves Handsome Tom, <laughs> not me.
2: <laughs> uh, so four thumbs, that's four thumbs at a knock. That's, that's huge. And four thumbs for bowling, power. an equally big score. Jackson, yeah, what yeah. have you been playing?
3: Well, uh little Duke Nukem update before I get to the game. <laughs> yep. Um, is that I've I've got, obviously I've clocked I've clocked the game that was Original available game. to you yep. in 1990 whatever and I've started on the the next couple of levels uh, or the next world Alien World Order. Uh, each of these worlds is based on a country, which uh, is confusing. <laughs> so the first one was called uh, I forget what the first one was called, but it was in Amsterdam and Duke gets high from drinking weed coffee, which was. <laughs> that's isn't a real it? thing that definitely exists <laughs> yeah Duke like, all right cool and he's like whoa what is in that coffee which <laughs> which rules because uh, Duke Newcomb square doesn't know what weed tastes like <laughs> come on um, and then but Duke Newcomb gives me straight edge energy for some reason so I mm. guess that's he fair. smokes
2: a cigar all the time Jack yeah
3: but can you imagine Duke Nukem drunk no <laughs> right yeah there it is that isn't straight so, edge though Okay, just anti-alcohol and anti-drugs then. But Except cigarettes. But tobacco. He loves cigarettes. Yeah. G- he loves cigarettes. a cop, right? Basically. I, I don't know what he is, really. <laughs> He's just a guy. <laughs> a maniac. <laughs> He's just a, a true loose unit. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, every level is, is based off a, a country in the world. Uh, the first one is Amsterdam. The next one is England. That level is called Bloody Hell. Very clever. <laughs> 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 um, then the next level is based on ancient Egypt, and I've uh, just arrived in France, which I think oui is oui. called like Tour de Duke or something, <laughs> <laughs> which is also so stupid. Um, and, disappointingly, I really don't like these levels. Uh, I think they got too excited, and all of the the later Duke Duke levels, all the Alien World Order ones, are really wide open.
0: There's a Uh, lot of, like,
3: big, empty space that is just full of guys. Yeah. And so it's clearly not, like, plotted out like the previous ones would be, where it would be, like, oh, this area, we've placed these enemies in this specific place for, like, the rhythm of the game or whatever. Instead, it's just, like, waves of dudes, and I'm just running around massive open areas, and it's just not as fun. I don't know. He's not as corridory or something. Which, yeah, which well, you, is, you
2: hate when yeah. games do that. You hated the end of uh, Bioshock Infinite for that exact thing.
3: Yeah, I did too. That's right. You want the God game... I hated
2: Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, we know. What a
3: terrible game.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, settle down. <laughs> Pipe down, all right? How about you sh- shut up for a bit, hey? Um, but yeah, you <laughs> need fair. either a big boss fight at the end or just for the game yeah. to end. You don't want to do the. uh you know, like, video games do this a lot. Like, towards the end of a game, it's either like one big boss or there's Mm. just like a big open area where there's just like hordes of villains or sometimes the game just ends and it has neither of those things.
3: Yeah. Which is what I'd like. No. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I I think that it's just the levels don't feel as creative anymore. They feel more like they were like, Oh, let's just make like it's you're in that country or whatever. But most of the time it basically amounts to just a huge open space full of guys and, I'm just not as interested anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I'll still finish it, whatever. I want to see what the boss looks like, but yeah. I want to see what terrible thing Duke Nukem does to the boss because <laughs> he's done some bad things to the previous ones. He shat in one. <laughs>
2: Stop. Hang on, so hang, on hang on, in hang him on. him
3: like a toilet. Isn't,
2: legitimately? That yeah. is he a-
3: kills the boss and the boss is dead with its guts out and then Duke pulls down his pants, shoves his ass into the viscera, Pulls out a newspaper and shits. It's insane. Uh, anyway. So he's not straight edge. No, he's, who knows what. Again, he's just a, an absolute maniac. Um, what a confusing
2: man. So, but the game, I do yeah. That just sucks, just quickly, uh, because, yeah, to know that they came back to Duke Nukem 20 years later and then they couldn't give you, they didn't take, because I we was expecting yeah. them to take, like, newer game things and kind of, like, me too, apply me them too. retroactively. But no, they just went for waves of enemies. The classic
3: DLC move. Exactly. And like, oh, you're in like, like the Egypt level was just a lot of like, I don't know, like big empty spaces with a pyramid in the background. Yeah. And guy after guy after (laughs) guy after guy. guy. I don't know what it wasn't. There was nothing as inspired as Duke Burger or Babeland or anything like that. Um, Which was disappointing. Um, Anyway, but the game I do want to review today, the game I do want to talk about, is a game called uh, The Convenience Store. It's a a little game... uh, It's a horror game as well. Oh, Um, no. It's a a little game you can get... You can get on Steam, it's by a a company or maybe just one person, I don't know, called Chiller's Art. That's a crazy first and last name. Well, I was assuming it's a... (laughs) No, no, I think you're right. I think that's their legal Christian name. Um, (laughs) Chiller's. Chiller's. Hi, I'm Chiller's. uh, Chiller's Art. Um, Anyway, so it's a... One of those games you see a lot of them these days, it's like kind of like a genre where it's a horror game designed to look like a PlayStation One game. Uh-huh. Um, yep. yep. which to, which which always adds to the spookiness, I think. I think I I oh, yeah, yeah, big I love time. that sort of vibe. Um and it's it's a really short game. I think I played it to completion on uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jackson Bailey. Um and it's it's clearly kind of J horror inspired, like Japanese horror inspired. You, <laughs> thank you. That, hey, that you're welcome. For, you, for the layman out for, there. For J, a second horror, there, the J and like, J horror. I, yes, I thought you were Japanese.
2: like, oh, Jamaican horror. That's a new <laughs> genre that I've not heard
1: of.
3: Yeah. Jehovah's Witness Horror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of a JW horror. A J Warra. Um anyway, so um the, the basic premise is that you are a, a girl who uh, works at a convenience store. Uh every the game takes place over the course of I think four nights. So you start in your apartment, you get to grab your torch, you get to change into your clothes, you got to put some food in, the, in your microwave and eat it. Then you walk through the, like, almost pitch black streets of your little village to mm-hmm. this shining bright convenience store. Uh, and you go in and you replace the guy on shift. And he's, he's like, hey, someone died on that bridge you just walked over. They saw a ghost there. And you're like, that's scary. And he's like, haha, ghosts aren't real. And then he leaves and you're alone in the in the convenience store. <sighs> and the first, and it just, it'll give you like a task. Like, oh, there's some expired food on the shelf. Go collect it and throw it in the bin at the back. And so like, I collect all the stuff and I'm taking it to the bin at the back. And obviously it's a convenience store. So it's got like a sliding, like an automatic yeah. door. And it's like, mm. ding whenever anybody walks in and you like dump the stuff out the back and you can hear like the door going ding, 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 ding and you go back and it's just like opening and closing by itself and you're like mm. well that's spooky okay no um, and then, yes Tom yes but, and, and but then otherwise the day just pretty much ends normally you get a spooky VHS that you watch but it's uh, who cares? Um, and then it's like it's just like it's like this part of the game that I don't think it needed. Like it's it, the the be working at a spooky convenience store is spooky enough. Uh, but then you go back the next day and the guy who you replace is like, oh yeah, the door's broken. I don't know. Somebody's gonna come fix it. And you're like, oh okay. And you're doing other stuff. And then it goes ding 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 again. And there's like a security camera you can watch. And I was like, oh, I'll just check the security camera to no. see if anybody's out the front. And as the doors go, it's like, so the security camera is like looking down the front of the the store yeah. and you just see a little tiny pale child at the door and then like crawl off screen and the door's like, ding, it just stops moving and you're like, oh no. (sighs) But I, whereas you're a sort of a scaredy boy, HT, I think of myself as a brave boy Mm. or a stupid boy because (laughs) I just don't. Like a lot of horror games, like this one, I saw the little boy, I got spooked, then I ran outside to see where the little boy had gone to give him a thrashing. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop scaring me! Leave me alone! Um, i no find hiding so often, in the
2: crafting menu for you.
3: No, I, I don't, I find so often in horror games, I'm just like, leave me alone, stop annoying me, ghoul. I gotta go <laughs> find you and fight you. you. Know what I mean? Um,. Uh, but yeah, this I think this game, uh, even having said that, this game does a really good job of, like, p- get putting you kind of on the edge. Like, uh, like, and in, in interesting ways as well. So, like, at one point, the air conditioner breaks for, your, yeah. uh, for the, the supermarket, the, the convenience store, and a guy's like, he arrives, and nobody's told you that he's meant to be here, so a guy walks in, and you're like, what? what? And then he's like, I'm just going to go out the back. And out the back is spooky, like there's some bins. I don't know, it's scary. <laughs> that is scary. And he, Trash. And he... He'll, You know, like, you know, the fear of being...
2: The fear of bins? The The fear fear of of going outside to the bin and something Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So it it does a good job of... No, not a thing. The fear (laughs) of going out to the bin. (laughs) There's an abandoned mill across the road from where I live, and when I go and put the bins out at night sometimes, I just look in the mill, and I'm like, don't look in the windows of the mill, because the minute you look in the windows of the mill, Tom,
3: there's going to be a a man's
2: face, Tom, You used to live a 10 minute walk away from a prison.
3: <laughs> yep. Well, that's scary for other reasons. <laughs> if, if Handsome Tom got arrested, imagine how quickly they could take him to the jail.
2: you know only have so s- such limited freedom. Yeah. They'd be like, we're not going to take you to court. It's actually quicker than to take you straight <laughs> to jail. Oh, the worst part is, so the best part of being arrested is definitely surely being put in the back of the dibby yeah. van. Yeah. But imagine they're, they're like, like you can oh, just walk. yeah, we're just going to walk you there. You'd be like, no,
3: that's the no, best put bit. It in the divvy that's
2: that's oh. how I imagine it happens when you get arrested by bike cops. They just flank you and handcuff you to each handlebar, and you've just got to walk like a loser. That's the whole <laughs> no, punishment. No. They don't arrest you or give you yeah. a ticket. You just have to be walked like a loser through town,
3: like a big human puppet by the new bike. <laughs> that is humiliating. Um, no, but so, so the, the person comes to fix the air conditioner, yeah. and he just goes out the back. And even though nothing spooky is happening, you're like, I know out the back is a scary place. I know I'm going to go out there and he's going to have disappeared. Like, there's no way he's going to just be safe out the back there. And so you're like doing stuff in the convenience store. But then you continually like look back on the security camera to be like, is he okay out there? Yeah, of course he's fine. Don't worry about it. He's a professional. He knows yeah. what he's doing. He's just fixing your your air conditioner. Donnie's aircon repairs. That man has five stars on
1: Google reviews.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, the game, obviously, because it's kind of quite a short game, it does ramp up the the horror at a certain point. And for me, that is always when it gets like less spooky. There's a yeah. puzzle that you have to do. That I, uh, any fear just stopped because I got mad at the puzzle. I was like, "What does this ghost goddamn want? You shut up!" <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't figure this out stop haunting me and tell me what you need um so it kind of it lost a little bit of something there i i think i wish this was like a genre of game where it's like very normal job simulator yeah but obviously like we're adding layers of horror and tension over the top of it mm-hmm. when i finished playing the convenience store i was like is there anything else like this but it there kind of isn't even chill art who's done a bunch of games um, that are in the kind of like J-horror, PS1 spooky sort of style. has yeah. never quite done anything kind of like the convenience store again. But I really loved it. I th- it was like such a fun little little horror gaming experience. And I think a, a good horror game gives you stuff to do that isn't scary and then yep. spooks you on top <clears throat> of that. You yep. know what I mean? Yes. Um, yep. like, like the puzzles in Resident mm. Evil or like... I don't know, even like navigating the space station in say alien isolation. Like it's just like you're doing other stuff. Your goal is not to get spooked, yeah, but yeah. spooky stuff is happening around you. And the yeah. convenience store I think is like a little it's like a little concentrated version of that. Before they blow their load all over me and it just becomes <laughs> ghoul city or whatever and I'm yeah. like Well, who just cares? Just too many guys. Now? Just too There's many too guys. Much- it's too much nonsense now. I'm not into it. I liked it better when I was throwing expired meat in the bin outside. And, like, <laughs> Scared I come back Scared of going in and- to the bin. <clears throat> yeah, but then... So, like, a great little horror moment, right? Mm. I throw some expired meat in the bin outside. Oh, no, sorry. I had to spray rats with rat poison. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Another there. classic
2: gaming yeah. activity.
3: <laughs> so I-, I kill all the rats out the back, and then uh-huh. I go back in through the back door. And then so that you go back in there's like a storeroom and then a door to the actual store Uh and i go to open the storeroom door and it's locked and i could just hear ding 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 and i'm like let me out and then i go to open the door to go out the back to go around the front of the store and the back door is locked and i'm like oh no i'm locked in the storeroom Mm -hmm. and that was just like that was just so effective because i wasn't seeing anything spooky i wasn't getting attacked there were no ghosts i was just like who locked the door? And, and you're just hearing going, ding, ding, ding,
2: ding, 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 ding. And I'm ding, like, ding, there's ding.
3: a ghost in the store, <laughs> but I can't get to him to give him the thrashing for life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I, I, I get what you mean by like the puzzle and the slow build mm-hmm. to rewind back with yeah. Village. So many of it is like you're in one location exploring it and you explore a certain bit and there's some locked doors and you solve some problems and you come back and you do something else. And then you get something and it's like, well, now you need to go back to that room you were in before. And you walk in and it's like, oh, all the lights are off. Yeah, exactly. the big man bolted to the wall is no longer bolted to the wall.
3: Oh, my. Why would
2: you do this? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jackson, how cool does Resident (laughs) Evil Village sound?
3: It sounds amazing.
2: You'd love it, I reckon. I'm
3: sure I would. There are parts where it's like, oh, there's too many guys, but at the same time, there are parts where there are no guys. Well, exactly. And hey, Resident Evil 7 had too many guy bits as well, and they can be used effectively as well. It's just in Duke Nukem, you're like, I'm not in it for the guys, I'm in it for Duke Burger and weird Beavis and Butthead references. Doing
2: a poo in a man.
3: (laughs) Doing a poo in a man, exactly. Does Cornholio appear in... uh... In nah, um, Duke, I wish, Makeham. I wish, dude. I wish. Apparently, you can find a lot of other classic 90s first person shooter guys who've died uh, in the game, and then Duke will say something rude to them. Like, you can find <laughs> Doom guy dead, and Duke will be like, Hey, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. He said something rude to him. I couldn't think of anything at the time. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. great, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Look, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks for giving me nothing throughout it as well. No, no, uh, no the the yeah, the convenience store is great. I, I really enjoyed it. It's really short. Um, again, like maybe two hours to beat, something like that. If you just want like a short, fun little horror experience, I definitely get on it and try some of chiller's Art's other stuff because uh, they've got a bunch of other awesome little games. Um, tell him Jackson they, sent you. Yeah, tell him hey, <laughs> tell them Jackson sent you.
2: <laughs> I am never mentioning any of these things to my girlfriend. no it's yeah. all right. I will yeah good. Ah, you I think one of, the, of a-
3: <laughs> one of the games that I, I want to play by Chillers art that I've not played yet but I might play on twitch twitch.tv slash Jackson Bailey is um uh-huh. it's called the caretaker and the premise <laughs> is that you're just looking after an old man in his big house and that also sounds scary kind of for the same reasons where you're like I just gotta cook this old man dinner but obviously there are ghouls yeah obviously so yeah <laughs> obviously. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah probably I'm gonna give it probably four thumbs and a knock. Maybe maybe yeah, four thumbs maybe just four thumbs, just because it blew its load a little early. And yeah. I thought they could have drawn it out a little bit more. Yeah, that's know, made it like yeah, less spooky. Turn off all the lights and then I gotta turn them back on. You know, d- do stuff like that. But yeah, 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 great game. I recommend it. Yeah, that's what sick. about you, JD? I guess Dongus, what you been playing?
2: I mean <laughs> messing around with a few things of recent. I uh recently mm-hmm. played to completion uh GoldenEye. 64 oh, yes. on Twitch.tv Ooh. forward slash Douche Forever. Uh, yeah. Over over three streams, I managed to clock Goldeneye from Damn to Cradle. Just got it done. <laughs> Trevelyan is dead at my hands.
3: Yeah, thanks, man. Thank yeah, you. I, take would take love, care
2: of I would love, I would love to like measure time from Damn to Cradle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just like what was how long about- will it take? Oh, you know, roughly from Damn to Cradle. Yeah. Well, Damn to it- Cradle was about s- between six and seven hours, I think.
3: I say yeah. we we make damn to Cradle and you go to Woe. Like, mm. from how long did it take to beat from damn to Cradle? You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> what was the length there? What, um,
2: I, if you had to, if you had to apply this new time sure. measurement method to convenience store, Jackson, what is the what is the method from house to bins? Uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
3: it will probably be from microwaving your dinner to solving the little boy's TV puzzle. It's with uh, the equivalent. <laughs> I I think God, I hated is that TV
2: puzzle. Sp- spooky fairy tale to spooky fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It never ends. <laughs>
2: um so yeah, Goldeneye, I think I've actually spoken about Goldeneye before because I played it mm. I played like thrashed the multiplayer during one of the lockdowns. The one of the video many video game jail visits stays yeah. that I had in the last uh twelve months. Victoria Um, loves video game prison. Yeah, Yeah, loves putting thumb cramps in it uh, for gamer-related crimes. Um, But yeah, another thing I've been playing, uh, this wasn't on twitch.tv forward slash Forever. This was at the loathed twitch.tv forward slash Hayden 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 Her. (laughs) And that was the- I thought I would be able to come on to a podcast (laughs) and not hear that man's name. (laughs) Yeah, well, you heard it four times. Yeah. Ugh, I the, know the most the most loathed man in gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's me- true, Nintendo's tried to have him fired from <laughs> yeah. just a cannon.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's what Nintendo, Mister N- Mr. Nintendo's looking for. We want to fire Hayden out of a cannon. Yeah, into the sun if possible. <laughs> yeah, but if we
2: miss, we just want to get him into space so he can't hurt us anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But. Uh, me and him uh, were playing the uh, the two-player online multiplayer game Spy Party.
3: Oh, yeah, I know Spy Ooh. Party. Yeah, okay, yeah.
2: so Spy Party is a game that is still in early access, despite the fact it got released in 2018. Mm. Uh, there is a <laughs> few very, very strong negatives straight off the bat. Uh, its price point is ridiculous. It's $35 Australian. It is not worth that Bye. much. But the premise of the game is that uh, one person is a spy at a party, and they need to complete a couple of spy missions uh, without. Uh, and so one person is that that, and the other person is a sniper who has one bullet in their gun, and they need to shoot oh, yeah. the spy. Oh, so what that's a cool. that is! That is a very good raw concept for mm. a game. Yeah, and. Apart from the fact that it's still in early access and therefore has, like, some placeholder stuff, some things are very rough around the edges. The multiplayer looks like it's from, like, the multiplayer menu looks like it's from 1996. It looks like oh, I've wow. uh, plugged my Nintendo 64 into a phone line or something. <laughs> um, but apart from those things, once you're actually in the game with a friend, it is so stressful and so fun, provided you're playing it properly. Yeah,
3: I can um, imagine. Uh, provided- because- Hang on, Dusha, can we... Circle back, provided you're playing it properly. Mm -hmm. Now, you're playing with most loathed man Mm -hmm. in gaming Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. ruiner of Human Fall Flat, Uh Hayden. Uh So can I I put on my wizard's hat Uh and take a guess that he was not playing it properly? Incorrect. (gasps) Were you playing it improperly?
2: No, we were both playing it correctly. I not be
3: more shocked right
2: now. So the thing is, and I think what happened is because the price point is so high, mm. we decided that, um, so both of us weren't streaming it. It was just Hayden, but I was in his yeah. stream. Uh, so what we decided from the start was uh, during the mission setup and while the missions were happening, I would de- uh, mute him on Discord. So I couldn't hear what he was saying. So he could talk through his chat with what he was doing. Oh, yeah. uh, and it made it mm, way more nice. stressful, because especially if I'm the sniper or something, he'd mm. just see... Um, so the spy's point of view is you're in the party, but you can see the laser pointer. So yeah, you can yeah. see where the sniper's looking. Oh. And, like, occasionally the laser pointer would just fall on his character. And he's like, shit, 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 He's on to me. <sighs> that, rolls. Um, that But, rolls. yeah, before we started playing, it was like, look, because you get one bullet and the rounds take a while to set up, you can easily just, like start the game, and as the sniper just immediately shoots someone mm. that you just don't like the look of,
3: <laughs> yeah. and end the
2: game. Yeah.
3: Which is funny. But then you've got to do the whole- yeah, yeah, but if you
2: keep doing stuff like that, it becomes less funny and just annoying. But we didn't do anything like that. That's great. I'm shocked.
3: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, but I, I get it, though. I get it, though.
2: Because it was yeah. thirty. So $70 we had to pay in total to play this, so- yeah, uh, yeah, again, like I said, price point way too high, but I honestly think that because it's stressful and it's exciting, that like I could happily play it with him or some of my other friends at another point in time. Uh, Jackson, I believe you would love this game, and I yeah, believe I I would. Adam would right also love alley. this game. Yeah, this, Absolutely. this reeks of an Adam game. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the more yeah. you play, so at first it's just one level. Uh, And there's four missions and there's a couple of different uh, game types. So stuff like you can, there's four missions, but you can be like, they need to just complete any three of the four or they need to complete all four, or they just need to complete however many you decide. Uh, You can change the time limit and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, The game is kind of, it's a basic concept, but there's a lot of moving parts and there's a tutorial that takes about 45 minutes to complete. Oh, 30 to 45 minutes. But if you are buying this game to play with friends, make sure you and your friend both do it because it is, it makes like multiplayer immediately way better. Because if you're trying to coach someone through how to play it whilst they're playing it, it will wreck the game. Um, So yeah, it's hectic. My only issue is it should be about $20 cheaper.
3: Yeah, it sounds yeah, massively expensive
2: for what it is. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But
3: I really... There, there seems to be... I mean, I know this came out in 2018, but yeah. there's a lot of really great... Like, um, what's the word? Like, asymmetric games. Yeah. There needs to be more of. Yeah. It's a great genre of multiplayer game where... One person has one set of rules and one set of abilities and the other person has a whole different set of abilities and they synergistically work together. None enough games do that. It's, no- yeah. it's like one of my favorite things in gaming and it's hard to find. So this sounds I, sick. Um,
2: yeah, I might uh, try and raise money for more copies of this game to be bought because I think that teaming up multiple, like, because it's 1v1, which is yeah. obviously, that makes it hard. But just like there's lots of combinations of people that I think would like playing it together. Like Adam, like you, Jackson... Mm. Um, yeah. Tom, even you would probably like it. You yeah. Get to be a spy and then maybe get shot. I mean, I like the first part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the second the part. <laughs> I think that I would, if I was the sniper, I think I'd just shoot so many people by accident. Yeah. Like constantly. Because oh, yeah. you get paranoid. Especially yeah. when the time's running low and you're like, <gasps> there are. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, but as you win more and more games, you unlock more and more stuff. So there's like multiple more levels. You unlock s- extra challenges, so more complicated cool. missions or more interesting missions, I guess. That's
3: amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that, it sounds yeah. great. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm I would say
2: it. three thumbs and a knock because again, very janky and so expensive. Yeah, although so expensive. I don't know if it's ever yeah. on sale. It, if look, it could I could be a rube and I've paid full price, and it could be one of those games. It's always fifty That's to seventy five percent yeah. off. But look. I like to imagine Dusha that it, it is always fifty seventy five percent off, and you you got the cheap price. No, I, I yeah, definitely it's didn't normally sixty dollars. <laughs> I definitely didn't buy it at on sale. I, I was sure of that, and uh, but I was too impatient. I bought it anyway. Three thumbs and a knock. But if it was like ten dollars, it would be a four thumb and a knock game.
3: That's fair. That sounds great. Yeah.
2: Um. And now, Jackson. Oh, yes, Tom. It's time for my favorite part of the show. It's Mine too. The ads.
0: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?
2: Sponsors. What a great word. And Those were some so really good, good ads, and really
3: good words from the
2: sponsors. I would love to, to come back on this show, regardless of having played any games, just so sure. I can hear that again yeah, and yeah, be a part of that experience.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And now it's time for my second favourite part of the show, which is the emails, mm. where people have emailed us at thumbcramspod at gmail.com or they have tweeted us at thumbcramspod on Twitter uh, to get in contact with us so that we need to stop thinking and I just need to read and then we just think to answer the question, and then we move on with our lives.
3: It's a great moment in Thumb Cramps' history.
2: Uh, so this one It almost makes all the things that you have to deal with with guests and yeah. other idiots <laughs> saying rude words mm. worth it. Mm.
3: <laughs> See I the thing so. is
2: emails often slip rude words in, but I just ignore them. Mm. I just don't read the rude Fair. word. Or I swap it's it for you're a heck, Professional. Or hell. Yeah. Real yeah. professional, yeah, yeah. Joel Dusha. That's me, the professional. Uh, so this email's from Michael B. Hey guys, I'm just curious to know how you guys decide what game you're gonna buy and try out next, and how do you know when it's time to quit and move on to a new game? Best Michael Bay. I can't believe Michael Bay is asking us for our (laughs) video game (laughs) opinions. That's That's huge.
3: Wow. Okay. Big ask. Uh, No, I think for me, I it'll it'll it it varies. I guess. So sometimes it'll be when Wii
2: settles in for you. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, when on Wii Settles In for me, I'm like, I need something to give me that spark of life again. Uh, often it'll be like, Oh, my friends are all buying a game that they want to play together, Dread Hunger, which I reviewed last week, was kind of that. Which I've played more of now and yeah, I I'm bored of it. I hate yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't I I just immediately, if I'm the bad guy, act silly and nobody has yeah. a good time. Yeah. Um Or it'll be a game that, that, like, in the opposite direction, I'm like, I think this would be fun to play with friends. So, for example, there's a game that I keep seeing called Intruder, where Mm -hmm. some of you play as people breaking into a house, and some of you play as people who have to basically trap the house to stop the intruders from coming in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that sounds fun. And so I kind of was like, anybody want to play this with me? Shall we get it? Or whatever. So I buy it for that reason. Mm -hmm. Or it'll be if I... Like I don't know. I just think it it looks fun. I guess like convenience store was an example of that. Like, yeah. oh, this looks up my alley, so I'll, I'll go for it. I guess. Yeah. Which is I, kind um, of a boring answer, but just the case.
2: Well, because a lot of the games I buy are on Switch. I to to be honest, more of the like leaps of faith I take are on the Switch or the PS, mm. the pl- PlayStation Store, and I yep. mostly just get my recommendations from scrolling through them and looking at like things and being like, oh, that looks interesting, and then I might Google yeah. it to make sure it doesn't have like bad reviews. Mm, fair or just see if it's on sale and if it's on sale I'll be like well yeah i'm more likely to take a risk here oh absolutely how to yeah, stop 100%. playing games though i often stop playing games when i finish them <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i've never i've never like there were games that i probably played some of and gone oh this isn't for me but i usually realize that pretty early yeah. in the piece so, either yeah. so realizing it's not for yeah. you getting very obviously bored finishing mm. the game But I also, and Michael, I believe that this is probably the problem you're having. I don't like games like Skyrim that just go on for a million years and you can constantly be finding extra stuff to do. Uh, So I never have the problem of knowing when to put those games down because I don't pick them up in the first place.
0: (laughs) See, I I take
2: breaks from them, not when I get like sick of it, but something new might come out and then I'll always have that to go back to. Like I can always go back to a Skyrim or back to a Breath of the Wild or, Mm. you know, something like
3: that. I, I always think, yeah. think that I can you go play back through to those end. games. But then most of the time I go back to them and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's it's still the same. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I struggle yeah. to get. I, I'm like, oh, I've sucked every ounce of enjoyment yeah. out of this game already. Slept it all up. Damn. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, I've the, the shortest besides Resident Evil is uh, a game that was recommended to me by my brother. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's like. He was so adamant to be like, "You'll like it, but you're going to hate it initially, and okay. you need to just get over that." And unfortunately, I have not played it against him. And that's Dark <laughs> Souls something.
3: Oh yeah, it's yeah just yeah.
2: My, it's my literal nightmare. It's a game that is too hard and hates anyone trying to play it, yeah, yeah. and it's
3: a bit spooky. Like mm. it's- all
2: <laughs> games should come with an easy mode.
3: Yes, yeah, so I agree for sure. I'm
2: sorry, but they should.
3: No, you're right. Mm. The games you're aren't right. the
2: Olympics. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a great little pull quote from this episode <laughs> the, the games, games aren't, aren't the olympics
2: That's <laughs> true uh next email is from ethan it Says here have a question dear thumb havers oh, yeah. what is the first video game you remember playing and was it good thank you for reading oh, my question love the show and congratulations on still having your thumbs love ethan that's and then five question. thumbs up emojis Uh, The first video game I remember playing is Super Mario Brothers on the NES. I got an NES from a garage sale when I was like five. My parents brought it home. Um, I have have vivid memories of this. My parents found it at a garage sale. They brought it home. And my dad was like, I'm going to set up this gaming, like video games for you. And yeah, I remember getting really addicted to the first Super Mario Brothers game, Uh, which controversially, yeah, is good.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Whoa, dude. Wild. They should
2: make more of those games.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh -uh. Uh, I think for me, shockingly, well, it's hard to tell because I'm not sure of the perfect timeline. It's either Commander Keen, Mm -hmm. if you'll recall Commander Keen, or Superman 64. Okay. So one of those isn't good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, because recently I realised that I remembered being at a Cousins, um, who's much younger than me, and... They had a Nintendo 64 before I did, and playing Superman 64 and being like, why can't I play this game? Why am I so bad at it? And it's because it's a a half-finished game. But Mm. I think that might have been at at least one of the first games I ever played, if not the first. I think I'd struggle to remember the exact first one.
2: We didn't get like consoles or anything until like later. So like my first console game, I think was like Gex. Um, Oh, yeah. Like the, the second Gex game. Not the first one. Gex, Gex Deep Cover Gecko. Oh. Hell yeah, I remember that. Um, I,
3: I clocked that game when I was a kid. That oh, game such a
2: great game! You team up with I want to say Carmen Electra, but I mm-hmm. might be wrong.
3: Yeah. Um. But yeah, that
2: that was one I remember playing on a console. But like the first video game I remember playing was a game that we had on a floppy disk where you were a bus driver.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Hell and you yeah. had to
2: like pick up kids and get them to like different parts of town. You know, time limit, and it was like an eight-bit kind of like floppy disk game i I can still remember the noise the bus makes when it's idling in my (laughs) head um so i think that's the first game i played but the first like game game i played was that or like a pokemon probably yeah
3: yeah fair
2: that's fair all right and uh finally the last email and this is going to have a part tom that's going to come as a surprise to you because without context it's going to sound like madness okay That sounds like everything either of you ever do. Okay, so the subject of this email is Switch suck-offs. Oh, yes. Dear Thumbinos, my partner and I are moving into a motorhome in the next month to live the dream. Definitely nothing to do with the average house price in New Zealand being $1 million plus. And because of this, I'll be ditching the Xbox and PC for the Switch. Tell me, boys, what are some Switch games with good replayability that are bound to suck a fella off? Uh, so that part relative—that's thumb cramps. You get that? Ha 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 ha. We'll answer the question. But, P.S. Once jerked it to the saboteur, a rock star game set in World War II featuring titties. No shame, love, Felix.
3: That that rules. Thank you so much, Felix. <laughs> that rules. That's exactly the kind of feedback I'm looking for. Mm. Was the
2: feedback, have you ever jerked it to a video game? Close.
3: It's more complicated than that. So Okay,
2: you know what? (laughs) Actually, Tom, you're a a perfect sample size for this. So Joel Zammerton and I think that this is absolutely (laughs) madness. But uh, Jackson thinks that any (laughs) type of titillation, whether it be video games, movies, or other media, is intended so that the audience can jerk off at that exact point. Uh, if it's socially yeah. acceptable. So if nudity in a horror movie, they're putting that there so that you can jerk off. Uh, in Duke Nukem, mm. which is where this started, there is uh, a little joke where you can give uh, certain women money and they reveal their breasts, which Jackson said, that's sad because that means that they want people to be jerking off. And I was like, no, that's not true. By by that logic, mm. you're mm-hmm. saying anytime there's any kind of, you, you see nudity on screen, that is a point where the people who have made that medium want you to jerk off.
3: I think, I think ninety-nine percent of the time.
2: That's I think not, you if, were
3: saying a hundred percent, so we've already knocked him back. Well, 1%. obviously, sometimes I like, mean, obviously, sometimes people use nudity in other ways in media, but certainly in Duke Nukem, in schlocky horror movies, it's designed to titillate, and therefore. It's not unreasonable to assume someone might be pleasuring themselves You're at that exact moment. You're at A lot like of my sometimes Felix and maybes here.
2: that just were never there originally. <laughs> this, this, the back, pe- I can hear the backpedaling mm. from here. Your ankle's okay, man. <laughs> Fine, like... I'll, f-
0: I'll
3: forward pedal. All art that features nudity, including the works of the great masters, you go to a gallery. <laughs> Pin- Picasso, Pinocchio is nearly <laughs> what I said. Yeah. Pinocchio Mm. paints a nude. Ah, yes.
2: Picasso, famous for drawing people
3: as they look. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Picasso's famous nudes. (laughs) Where their boobs are over above their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Picasso could come to the now and (coughs) see where his art was in galleries, he'd be sick. He'd be like, this was pornos, effectively. (laughs) And we, and it's what have they used to, deal to look with like. Fura. Mm. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, my God.
3: You ever seen titties from the my time? That's what they looked like. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, thanks, Felix. Felix, uh, how do you
2: go around statues,
3: Jackson? Just I, it's gotta... a struggle, dude. It's a struggle. <laughs> uh, so
2: Jackson said that he doesn't jerk into Duke Nukem only because he has, in direct quotes, better options available. Yeah. But in the 90s, was, he didn't. If I
3: was 14... Or Can I say, I,
2: I will agree with you on that one point that when you Thank are you. a horny 14-year-old... Thank you. ...who wants to jerk it, sometimes you've just got to make do. But when you're an adult with the access to the internet...
3: Yeah, exactly. Of course, you know, you're not going to. You're going to pick something better. But are you telling me that if you were 13, 12, depending on how early puberty kicked in for you, <laughs> and you saw those boobers in Duke Nukem 3D, a little part of your... Puber, pubert brain <laughs> let me just say this jackson i'd be in the
2: crafting menu for three to five minutes
3: <laughs> yeah there you go that's what i like to hear yeah because jackson um, originally
2: painted a word picture was it's really sad to imagine someone like constantly tap like one hand tapping why
3: to get the boobs revealed because you got to interact with the and one the lady, in no. one
2: hand a nintendo 64 controller and other hand there. turgid
3: wiener in the other yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> He encouraged everyone to email in to agree with him, and Felix is the only person that has said yes.
3: I think we had one more. Maybe. No, the other maybe person said you're a lunatic. <laughs> Damn it. Rats. Um, as for suck-off Switch games, obviously Hollow Knight is the is sort of the classic. That'd be the, the first one that would come to mind for me, I think. Um, but then also, like... If you can get a hand your hands on it because it's you know now illegal or whatever, uh, the Super Mario thirty fifth anniversary. That's the yeah, three suck offable games. Uh, Wait, is it illegal now?
2: It's not illegal. <laughs> it's just not available anymore. Yeah, so they yeah. timed it. It was a timed release for some crazy reason. So right. as of the thirty first of March, twenty twenty one, it was re- removed from the Switch store and stores can no longer order it in. But physical copies obviously still exist. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you. So so if I have a physical copy and I'm done with it and I take it back to my good old EB games, can they on-sell it as a 2nd game? Yeah, yeah, that's game? fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. for sure. For it time. hasn't been, like, removed from classification. It's just stopped production. Yeah, yeah they didn't yeah. ET it and bury it in a landfill. No, no, no. no.
3: no. Sad.
2: Maybe they should have, because um, that would
3: have been funny. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been a good joke. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a classic option. That, Hollow Knight, uh, Duke Nukem, Well uh, World for, tour. Uh, Forever. Well, two, excuse me. Uh, a little game called Pod Racer. Um, mm. Star Wars Episode 1. Oh, yeah. Great game. Classic. Um, really graphics. Turok two, 2. 2, Rock two mm. Seeds of Evil is another really good one uh, that's available on the Nintendo Switch. And I think
2: that's it, really. I would say, just looking at the games that I've got next to me, Breath of the Wild's a good one. Super Mario Galaxy.
3: Uh, Super Mario you-
2: Galaxy fucking rules.
3: Oh, it's hot like game. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> But yeah, Super Mario Galaxy is the best, mo- of the 35th, um, I mean, I look, I have not played Sunshine, but man, Galaxy is such a good game. Is Galaxy 2
2: so available? Because Galaxy no, 2 no. also is a good game. Galaxy
3: 2 is like, it's the perfect Mario sequel in a way, because they took everything that was good about Galaxy and were like, have some more. Crank it up. <laughs> yeah, um, which, Donkey Kong um, Tropical
2: Freeze will be a good way for you and your wife to get mm. a divorce. Um, yeah. I recommend that. Um, yeah, true. True. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim game is on Switch. Yeah, Mm. Uh, been re-released. There's also like a couple of like more mindless games. So like Burnout on Burnout Paradise on Switch. That's an easy way to kill time. It's like a a pick up and play. You can play for like an hour. Time goes by. You just put it down, and you don't need to worry about keeping track of where you're up to or anything like that. Uh, The Hyrule Warriors games as well. Very mindless fun. Just kill thousands upon thousands of boys dynasty warriors dynasty warriors however you want to pronounce it with whichever country you live in is my favorite Mm -hmm. mindless playstation game if there is a zelda version of that you should buy it yeah there's uh tom there's two. you should get them they're good do it i do like killing lots of enemies and not thinking about anything And if you want to send us an email, you can email us at thumbcramspot at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at thumbcramspot on Twitter. Today's episode was four thumbs for bullying, four thumbs and a knock for Resident Evil Village. Uh, It sounds like you've dropped your ten thumbs of Duke Nukem Jackson.
3: No. Well, yeah, that's tricky. That's tricky. That's tricky. Is it still your game of the year? Oh, man. It does get knocked down a little bit. I would say that it's it's currently, if it was in the say say the running to be my game of the year, like top three possibilities, mm-hmm. it's probably been knocked down to top five. But depending on what, depending on what Duke does to the main boss, <laughs> we'll see how it falls. If he
2: poos in another man,
3: yeah. If he poos in that boss or pisses on it or <laughs> puts a bomb in its vagina, or whatever, all things he's done to bosses in the past. Yeah. Uh, then we might be back up to a, back up to a top three, uh, very possibly. Have
2: you so. thought about buying Duke Nukem Forever on Steam, Jackson? It's not a bad idea. Maybe I should. It'll be bad, but you might have fun.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me see how much it is.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, while well,
2: you do that, uh, today's episode, I've lost count again, so let's just say 20 thumbs. Well done. Um, yeah, well done, everyone. Yeah. Well, that feels that, about right. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. And I've been Tom. And Tom, what podcasts do you do on the Sands Pants Radio Network and otherwise? But I don't yeah. know why I said otherwise because they're all on SansPants. It's true. There are no Otherwises here. Look, I'm doing, I do a few. Um, if you want to hear me not be bleeped out and cause, if you want to hear me cause douche of more headaches, <laughs> just listen to How Good's Footy. New episodes on Wednesdays. Um, uh, also, if you want to hear me be scared, uh, there is Scaredy <laughs> Boys, which is me and two other people watching horror movies. And if you think that, I was wearing my pants playing Village. I was. <laughs> I also wear my pants on this show a lot. So if that's your thing, oh, yeah. your episodes are out every Friday. You can also hear me doing some D and D stuff. Sometimes yeah, you're everywhere. I'm everywhere, <laughs> all the time. I'll never be back on this show though, because I swore three times, even though I yeah. nailed the intro. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. Well, anyway, until next time, uh, just uh, get your get your thumbs out, everyone, and just have a good time.
3: It's good advice.
2: Thanks for listening. Do us a huge favor and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to this beautiful podcast on. Also, be sure to check out Sandspence Radio's Objectively Better Gaming podcast, All the Small Games, hosted by Andrew Levins and John Valenzuela,
1: two true professionals. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.